You're listening to the Power of a Cookie podcast, episode number eight. Welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Everybody, welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast. Today we are here with the wonderful, amazing woman that I absolutely adore because she gives me all the things I want when I go shopping online, Hillary Ramos. Hi, Hillary. Hey, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. It only took me three times to get that little part right there right. (laughs) You need to have an outtake section at some point. (laughs) I think I do. I think I need to start saving and having having a bloopers, you know, thing. So Lord knows I could fill that in a day. (laughs) So how are you doing? I'm great. Great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. I have been waiting to talk to you because like I said, you make all these amazing, wonderful things that I just, I can't wait to get my hands on. And so your Christmas stencils just came out just a couple days ago. How's it going? It's going really well. People are really responding well to all the new styles and, um, Yeah, it's awesome. It's nice to see them finally kind of out there, too, in the hands of people, because I probably started on the Christmas stuff back in, I think, August, end of July, you know, starting to design them and get them ready. So it's nice to finally see them in people's hands, which is always fun. Yeah, I always enjoy, like, you know, your previews. When you're getting ready to launch a product, you know, I I love seeing you take the videos and then you show us how to do it. And you always come up with something that I never thought of. And I'm like, she is so smart. So. So you are going around to different shows also like Cookie Con and places like that and selling the stencils. And um, do you just do cookie shows or where else do you go? Um, well, they're mostly cake shows. I mean, more than anything, because I mean, other than Cookie Con, there's really no cookie show, right? Unless I'm missing yeah. something big. <laughs> I know. If, if you're missing um, it, I'm missing it too. I yeah. didn't get an invitation. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of them now seem to just be more like sweets. They're not just cake shows or more shows are like moving towards having cookie categories and that kind of thing. So I feel like it's a good time to show them what the cookie countess has to offer. So sometimes it's um it's a new product they haven't seen before or sometimes it's, you know, oh, I'm so excited. I've been wanting to do this, but they want to see stuff in person. So shows shows are fun to do because having an online store, you know, you don't get as much personal interaction. So it's really special when we get to meet our customers in person. We get to talk to them, hear their opinions on products. We get to, they get to show us pictures of what they make with our products, which is always exciting. I love that. Um, So it's really, it's awesome when we get to go to a show and, you know, talk to people and it's just fun. You get to network with other vendors too. And we always make good like business connections there, make new friends. So it's a, it's a good time. That's awesome. So I know at CookieCon, what I loved and I tried to watch you as much as I could and that's what I'm I'm excited about CookieCon 2018 because I plan on not really doing that much there I want to be a part of the crowd and go around and learn and see and watch but when I do watch you at CookieCon when you start doing the demos I absolutely love that do you do the same thing at cake shows I do I demo as much as I can sometimes it's a little wild and I don't get to demo um, because I'm always talking to people or trying to help them pick out stencils and um, but I, I do I definitely demo as much as possible so I feel like that's a learned skill too that I'm trying to get better at <laughs> is just demoing you know and uh, 
Um, but people always, uh, especially when I take out the sparkle pumps and I finish it off with a little glitter, the crowd goes wild. Ooh, Ooh. Ah, you know, they love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe you need to do some videos like that on your blog, you know, on your YouTube and everything. So that way we can all go wild too, if we can't make the show. Oh yeah. No, I, yeah, I try to, I try to post as many videos as I can. It's, it's, um, it's tough to get it all done. You know, you try to do so much in one day. <laughs> oh, I know. So sleep is just such a forgotten thing for me lately. <laughs> I'm sure it is for you too. <laughs> I, Actually, I, I have to confess, I go to bed at like eight o'clock at night. I go to bed so early because I'm just not, I can't function past that time well. So I try to get up early and like start my day early. So I do go to bed early because if I don't sleep, I'm worthless. Yeah, that's, I learned something. I learned a lesson the hard way about no sleep is um, I just released um, a sugar cookie ebook, a sugar cookie recipe ebook on the blog. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, the problem with that was to set up a few things to get that, you know, where I could sell it on, you know, my site was a nightmare. And I lost like four nights sleep all because I was an idiot and didn't look for the directions. I thought I can do this. Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just now catching up on sleep, which is really nice. (laughs) Well, good for you. Well, that's great. No, that's a good project to step for. (laughs) I love projects and I love, I, I don't always need sleep, but I'm not a spring chicken anymore. So I need sleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so since we're talking about, you know, starting things and doing things, let me ask you, how did you get into cookie decorating? Because everybody's story is so different. Frances Detroit from um, episode number one on the podcast, when mm-hmm. I asked her, I just thought she would say, you know, just something generic. And when she told me her story about living in China and what she had to do, she had to ride a ferry for 45 minutes. I loved to that go podcast. I love listening to that. She is so inspiring. And so now everybody I see, I'm going to say how did you get started so tell us your story (laughs) so my story is um that I wanted to make or I wanted to have a Thomas the Train cookie party and not cookie party a birthday party for (laughs) my son uh when he was turning two so we're coming up on almost seven years ago and um I was a full-time mom at the time And I think maybe I don't even know if Pinterest was around yet. So it was mostly Googling. I was trying to, you know, Google for party ideas. And I saw some pictures of some train cookies and um, I wanted to order them. And I thought, okay, well, I can order those maybe. And uh, the first I went to Flickr. I found them on Flickr, which I I think I found you on Flickr at some point, too. And I know I found (laughs) Callie from Sweet Sugar Bell and I'd actually emailed her to ask if she shipped her cookies. Um, I think at this time, maybe she was still making them for sale or not, or maybe she just started her blog. I'm not sure. Um, but she had said, no, I don't ship them. Uh, here's a list or here's a link to a list of people that do. And then when I saw, um, I started looking at the cookies more and I saw the prices and I was like, well, gee, I wonder if I could just make them myself, you know, not really knowing how much work goes into them. <laughs> and uh, so then I just I went down that that rabbit hole of cookie decorating. I, you know, couldn't get enough information on um, how to make royal icing and where to buy a cookie cutter. And I ended up making Thomas train cookies for his birthday, his second birthday. I made way too many cookies. There was like, you know. 15 people at the party. I think I made about 80 cookies. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you gotta make 
I'm sure you remember really... the... Afterwards, I was just like the postman was getting Thomas Train cookies, the bus driver. Like, I don't know, whoever I could find to give a cookie to. I'm like, here, I made a cookie. <laughs> Hope you like um, Thomas the Train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, but, you know, and those cookies are not perfect. And I, I've posted them a number of times since because I think it's always good to remember, like, where you started. Um, and but they but I definitely got hooked. I got the bug. So when you think and I did the same thing when you think, oh, I can make it. Well, the first thing that pops in my mind is you did make it. You made it your life. (laughs) Yes. Little did I know that it would become my life, my family's life, our business, you know, like I never would have guessed. Isn't it great? I mean, this is awesome. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, it's funny because um, I think, uh, well, this is skipping ahead a few years, but um, the first time I ever mentioned to my family that I thought about selling stencils, I remember we were having dinner with my parents, uh, John and I, my husband, John and I, and John and my dad were kind of like, really? Like, you think people are going to buy those? And five dollars? It doesn't really sound like a career. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and I was like, no, I really think there's like a thing here. I don't know. Like, because this was back before people were, it was like people just starting to put cooler stencils on cookies. You know, it was just starting to get past the point of damask style cookies. But, but yeah, so my mom always likes to remind them, I remember when you guys said, I mean, 100%, 110% supportive now, but, um, you know, back then nobody thought it would become, you know, the business that we have now. So, which has grown so much beyond even just stencils. So, yeah, um, the precision rolling pin. Hello, my new favorite tool. Seriously. Okay. I told you this the other day. I have the quarter inch, you know, and I absolutely adore this thing. I always use the pen, and I can't even think of the name of it right now. The big long one that's the same, you know, width all the way down. And it, it's a good rolling pen. And I would put the spacers on it, and I would roll and roll and roll my dough. And if you press down really hard, you can smash those little spacers a bit. Yeah, they're not hard enough. Yeah. yeah. And so my dough sometimes was a little bit wonky. I tried really hard to get it smooth. I could, I, I think I could be like one of those cartoons where those animals are on a log in the water and they're standing on the log, walking, you know, and spinning it. And I think my, my dough would be the same all the way across. I mean, no matter how hard I press, it's perfect every single time. And I've teased Hillary. I'm going to get a hat for it. <laughs> I'm going to take it with me for a week anywhere I go because this thing is incredible. I don't have a name for it. If you guys have a name for it, leave me a comment because I really, I love this thing so much. Huh, I don't even have a name for my precision pen. I don't know. I should have a name for it, I guess. Well, I have a few of them too. And I have a few, you know, along the way because it took us a long time to get to the point of the final production. So I probably have you know, six rolling pins that we went through before we got to the final, um, the final pin. (laughs) However you did this, I I love you for it. I love John for it. Tell him thank you because seriously, you know, honestly, it was mostly him. Was it? It was mostly him. Yeah, it really was. Um, yeah, for people that don't know, John, my husband works with me now. He has for about two years full time with the cookie countess. And, um, he, I have to say, he's, I think, more innovative than I am. And I don't know if it's because he comes at it from 
a non-cookier perspective. You know, sometimes it helps to have that like outside person going, well, why don't you just do it like this? And you're like, oh, I never thought of that. Um, I don't know. But he comes at it. You know, he comes at everything with a different thought process, which is kind of cool. But yeah, that was really his baby. And he um, has a strange wood obsession because (laughs) he used to do um, woodworking. So he knows everything about every type of wood. You know, he was very picky about the type of wood that the pin was going to be and what the quality of the wood and where it was going to get made, which they're made in the U.S. Um, So he was really instrumental in in all of that. If it wasn't for him, that wouldn't happen. So well, he did get a hug in for me because I will, will. (laughs) especially after George Ann, Lala Lola, and I mugged him at Cookie Cons. My God, it was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, that was hysterical. If you guys want to see a video, it's somewhere on my Instagram. I'll try to find it and put a link to it in this. But I told George George Ann's face. I told Georgian, I said, look at John. I said, there's just like cash sticking out of his back pocket. I know. He had like $5 bills sticking out of his pocket. And she went over and like grabbed one and ran away. And she looked like a little kid that just stole a big candy bar or something. It was so cute. His face when she handed it back, he was like, oh. And I kept recording. I don't know if he saw me recording him or not because I was standing kind of off. And so then he kind of turned around and looked at his back pocket. And that's when I lost it. I'm like, yeah, you better put all that stuff away, George. Jan's here. <laughs> so funny. It was cute. Awesome. So, it was very cute. He's such a good guy. I really like your husband. So, okay. Yeah. So after you decided that, you know, you were going to make these, you know, Thomas the Train cookies mm-hmm. and you ended up making this whole thing, your life decorating cookies. How did you, you know, switch and become a businesswoman that I just, I love? <laughs> Um, yeah. So like I said, I got really hooked on just the hobby of making cookies. And then, um, you know, and like many people out there who have a similar story, you know, the minute you start posting them on Facebook, you know, your friends are like, Ooh, can I order some? Can I order some? And I'm like, okay, sure. Cause I was just making cookies for like any occasion I could, you know, at that point I just wanted everybody to have some cookies. So the idea that someone might actually pay for them, which, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, was, it, I wasn't working at the time because I had stopped working when John John was born. And he was around, you know, so this is getting into he was two. And it was a good time to kind of start having a little time of my own to dabble in something. And I ended up yeah, taking cookie orders for a while. Um, so I, you know, I understand somewhat of what that whole process is like for people, um, you know, doing big orders and how exhausting that is. And, and, uh, but I loved it, but yeah, I did that for maybe, um, gosh, like two years, I think maybe you're in about two years. I think I did cookies for order and, um, the whole thing about the stencils kind of started because, you know, like I said before, people were just starting to kind of stencil cookies with, you know, stencils that weren't just a flower or weren't just you know what I mean like really standard kind of traditional stuff and um and I had a set of cookies I was gonna make for an order it was monster truck cookies for a kid's fourth birthday I remember it very clearly and I thought I want some tire tracks to go across this like that would be pretty cool and I ended up buying this tire track stencil and a bunch of other stencils from a body art stencil website. 
Um, you know, because they were small scale, but they yeah. were like cool. You know, yeah. they were like cool stuff that you wouldn't necessarily like. We cookiers were putting them on cookies, but like a cookie product maker wouldn't be like, oh, cookie people, cake people need tires. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had. So I had bought this tire track stencil, and um, and Callie had messaged me. Um, after and I had I just knew her a little bit through the internet I didn't know her well at the time and she messaged me and she said those cookies were so cool would you consider doing a guest post on my blog about how you made them and how you airbrushed them and this was when airbrushing was you know pretty early on um as you know when cookies were getting into it a little bit more and I was like wow yeah of course you know I was so flattered to be asked by her um, you know, she's the, the queen, the queen mom of cookies. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, what? I have to say too, I've loved listening to all your podcasts and seriously, like, I hope Callie appreciates or, or I hope she feels how much we appreciate her because I feel like all roads lead back to Callie at some yeah, point. I keep, you know, everybody her brings her <laughs> like, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, even just the first person I ever talked to about a cookie, which was her, which is so funny because it was yeah. so long now, but She's amazing. Um, anyway, yeah, no, she's amazing. And but that was such a great opportunity. And I so I did this guest pl- uh, blog post for her. And um, when people started asking, where'd you get that stencil? Where'd you get stencil? And there were some other cookies I stenciled in the post. Um, and I was like, huh, people really want these things, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and like I said, it was just at the time where like one or two people were starting to make their own stencils and selling them like it wasn't what it is now, you know. Um, and this was about four and a half years ago, I want to say. Um, so I was just like, you know, I think there's a market here. We should try to like, I should try to figure this out. And that's kind of where it all s- snowballed from. Wow. And so now you work at the Cookie Countess your mm-hmm. husband works at the Cookie Countess. How mm-hmm. is it working with him every day? <laughs> you know, I we it works really well for us. Good. I know everybody is like, oh my god, I can never do that. But um, I don't know for so for, for whatever reason, we do work well together. Um, we don't actually spend our whole day together, not even close. Which is you know, I mean, because we both now now we have very different tasks and kind of roles within the business so we don't actually spend our whole day together which probably helps um and we've got other you know a few other people working for us now so there's a buffer (laughs) yeah that's always a good thing Um, but um but you know what it's amazing because he has a real business and marketing background and he does all the stuff that I don't want to do which is amazing and it gets it leaves me more time to actually do what I love to do which is be creative and actually still make cookies and make videos and um so it's kind of it, it's allowed both of us to you know grow in other in different directions and allow the business to grow because I definitely wouldn't be where I am now the business wouldn't be where we are now if it wasn't for him so um, so we, we like working together and it's nice too, you Good. know, if you get the chance to ever work with a spouse, will you work with, with your spouse? Yeah. Um, some days do. it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we definitely disagree sometimes and sometimes yes. you just have to pick, well, who really feels more strongly about this and who is it more important to? And then yeah. you kind of give way to that. 
But it is nice because scheduling wise, it's nice. You know, we can decide yeah. when we want to take vacation. You know, we get to be like, you know, with our son more, I feel like, because we're here when he gets home from school. And I don't know, it, de- it definitely has perks. I mean, it has its challenges too, it's everything, but. It does. And Alan and I, we started working together. We met at a pizza place. And so um, he got transferred in because my boss, I don't know what she did, but they sent her away quickly. (laughs) So (laughs) so they didn't even tell us. And they brought Alan in and he opened the back door as I was coming into work. And our first words to each other, he looked at me and he said, who are you? And I looked at him and I said, well, who are you? So that was our first words together. I mean, it's, it's funny. So we get along really well. We work well together, but we do like to pick at each other. And so we have a code word that you can't see me, but I'm holding up my little fingers. We have a code (laughs) word that means stop. You're pushing too far. And it's from an Andy Griffith episode where Barney and Thelma Lou are getting ready to get into it because this girl came into town and Barney gave her a police escort across the street to the post office. And he held her hand in the post office. Well, Thelma Lou saw it. (laughs) So (laughs) she went to Andy and Andy's standing behind Barney when he's trying to explain everything. And he's saying, I believe I'd change the subject, Barney. Barney, it's time to change the subject. So if we ever say Barney to each other and you hear that snows, we've gone too far. We need to back up. (laughs) Okay, so... Your Christmas stencils that you just released, do you have a favorite? Can I find out what your favorite one is? Because they're all so good. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, Let me think, let me think, let me think. Ooh, I caught you off guard. I've never done that before. (laughs) Oh, no one asked me if I have a favorite. I don't know. You're supposed to make them and sell them and not just adore them, right? But I Well, you know what is kind of funny? So sometimes now that now that we've been doing this for a few years and um sometimes I'll pull out a stencil for an order that I haven't seen in a while and it's almost like revisiting old friends. (laughs) Like, oh, I remember you. You're from Christmas two thousand fifteen. Like, you know, I I remember when I designed that or I remember making a cookie with you. Like, it's kind of funny. And everybody laughs at me when I'm like, oh, I remember this one. (laughs) I I think it's great. Well, I'm going to tell you, I love all your stuff, you know, everything. So do you have new like colors that have just recently came out? Because I'm all about your colors. Is it the airbrush? Yeah, your airbrush colors. Have you been like? eavesdropping on us what's good <laughs> yes we do actually wait a minute so they're not out yet no they're not out yet oh, how <laughs> i you know no, no, what? No, we have airbrush colors we have airbrush colors but we have a whole okay line of new ones oh okay out. so see i didn't know that i feel like oh no i just majorly spilled the beans i'm gonna have to go no, no, okay no. okay so t- no no so when we launched our airbrush colors we launched with um 12 primary colors and three shimmer colors Uh and we are and we're fingers crossed we will get them here by black friday weekend we have 12 more primary colors and one more shimmer to add to the collection oh so so and they're awesome can you give us a hint on the colors or is that pushing it too far um just okay what's your favorite new airbrush color how's that (laughs) um well we are having a rose gold which i'm pretty pumped about and a gray which i feel like people are really gonna like yeah you know what i've been lately uh, trying to mix my own gray with black and white and i've never got it right it's either too dark or too light so uh, i'm so excited that you have a gray 
Yeah, I think that'll be good. I know. I always mix my own, too. Um, but that's good. I like when people mix their own. You know, they, oh, it yeah. gets more original. Um, but, yeah, so and there, yeah, so the first round of colors was more like, okay, we need a red, we need an orange, we need a yellow. Yeah. So this round is a little more like, you know, there's a golden yellow and there's a corally orange. And I forget the names. We had a name. We had a naming session one day, which my one of my friends that works with us, Beth, she's um, – we put her in charge of naming things now because she sits and she comes up with, you know, 20 things for red and 20 things for violet. And like, so then we have to pick the names. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> I always said that I wanted a job, you know, naming lipstick or fingernail polish yeah. because those have the best names. I mean, really. They do. And sometimes it really has nothing to do with what nothing. it is, you know, but... <laughs> But yeah, like the rose gold, probably most people won't notice, but it actually says rose gold, you know, because rose is so in. So it's got that little that little accent over the E. Oh, that'll (laughs) be fun. I can't wait. So those will be available Black Friday? We hope so. We hope so. They're supposed to be shipping to us in time to get them for that. So we're hoping because we have a lot of cool. But we have a lot of cool stuff for Black Friday. Oh, good. Um, We're working on it now, actually you know, bulking up on our inventory and putting together some really cool bundles and doorbusters. And we did that last year. It was really fun. That's exciting. I can't wait. So when are you going to post? Not what you're selling, but when are you going to start letting the cat out of the bag on what you're going to have on Black Friday? Um, I think we were just talking about that, actually, because I've noticed all my emails from all other retailers are like, Black Friday yes, sale starts now. now. Well, I'm this. like, oh, my God. Buy that. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm thinking maybe a week out, we might start posting what some of the specials will be. Because we'll probably shut down the website for about three days beforehand or two and a half days. So get your orders in if you need them. Um, Yes, I actually (laughs) will do that. We'll probably shut down from like that Tuesday through Thanksgiving so we can prep more and we can make some website changes and just... Um, you know, get ourselves ready for, and then we'll, we'll probably open at um, like 7 a.m. Eastern time. That will be awesome. We won't, yeah, on Friday. I can't wait. So I, think. I cannot wait. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, we'll post it all on Instagram and Facebook okay. and all that good stuff. Well, I need, to, I, I love your emails too. I mean, your emails are great because they let me know what's happening. Not that I always <laughs> have time to respond to everything, but it's, I mean, I like the way that you get the word out. And so that's very, very exciting to me. Well, we try. <laughs> I wanted you to know that, you know, you are an inspiration to me and that's why I wanted you on the podcast. So I haven't told you this part yet, but the way oh. that you started, you know, just being a cookie decorator because, you know, you think, oh, I can make that myself. And then look what you've turned into. You've grown into this, you know, businesswoman that now has your husband helping work. You know, you guys work together and you do it so well. And the products that that you design are really good. I mean, I really enjoy the things that you're coming out with because it's new. It's like, I mean, seriously, it's it's absolutely amazing stuff that I want, you know. So you are smart. You are very talented. And and seriously, hey. I love you. And I love John for Aww, the, love for the precision <laughs> rolling pin too. So <laughs> thank you. No, I appreciate that. We really, we, that's great. That's exactly what we want everyone to feel. We hope that, um, you know, people like our stuff and and everything I everything we put out, if it's our product or not our product, everything I hope to accomplish with our products is to make cookie decorating more fun and maybe faster and yeah. easier for people because I know how labor intensive they are and 
you know, it's a it's a tough hobby to even have because it can take up so much time. Yeah. You know, you don't just whip together. It's not like making a batch of chocolate chip cookies, you yeah. know. Um, so everything we do, we hope makes like cookie decorating more fun and, and easier and time saving for people. Well, I think it's really good, too. But there's definitely you have to find the balance between, you know, piped cookies and airbrushed cookies. And I think that you do that very well. I mean, I really, really do. And taking a cookie like you did one for Halloween that has just stuck out in my mind. And I can't remember if it stuck out in my mind, but I can forget things very easily. <laughs> you used this. It was very memorable. <laughs> it's my brain. It's not you. You did this like purple cookie. You airbrushed the edges of it purple. And then I think there was like a haunted house in the center of it. I loved that thing the purple that you put on there was just like I need that purple so guess what I'm going to order when we hang up I need Halloween's over yes but you yeah. can use purple anytime <laughs> I need purple you can you can, you can. <laughs> yeah but I I that's a good purple. I like our purple. I do too. I mean, it's just like, because I've used some others and it's more lilac or it's just so dark that, you know, I'm, I haven't been real pleased with it. But the minute that you airbrush the side of that cookie, I like how to fit. I'm like, Ooh, I need that. So it's on my list and I'm going to order it today. So. All right. Cool. Sure. I, I got to do something. What can I do purple for Christmas? Hmm. Um, I don't know. Purple snowflakes. I'm sure you can come up with something. <laughs> I was thinking ornaments, but snowflakes are good. So awesome. Some snow, uh, some purple mittens and hat. How cute would that be? Uh, that would be cute. Okay. Be cute. Purple's definitely on the list. So. <laughs> Purple's the new Christmas Purple's color. Purple's the we, new we Christmas. It. There you go. But again, I just seriously want to thank you because seriously, you just like, you inspire me so much. And when you do things and seeing you on these little clips where you've gone on TV and, you know, shown like, I guess, was that your local news station? You showed them how to, uh, how to stencil. <laughs> yeah. So that was when we lived in Connecticut. We just <laughs> were, we're from Rhode Island. We had been in Connecticut. Yeah. We, and, um, we just moved back to Rhode Island like a year and a half ago, but that was, so it was kind of like the Hartford, Connecticut version of the Today Show. You know, it was like their local morning show. And, um, they asked me to come on and do some Christmas decorating. I was so nervous. I swear to you, I like almost didn't make it. Like I was calling John in the car cause he didn't come with me. And I was like, I don't think I can do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And my hands are really shaking bad. If you look close at that video. <laughs> I thought you looked but, great. Um, <laughs> I didn't notice at all. Oh, good. Oh, good. And I spilled like a cup of water right before we went on air, like all over the place, oh. which was also terrifying Yikes. because I was using fondant instead of royal icing and I had a little like ramkin of water to wet the fondant to attach it to the cookie and when I went to move it I kind of forgot that there was just water in it and I picked it up like it <laughs> water went everywhere and the two the two co-hosts kind of just like stepped back like step away from the cookie girl she's got water and she's throwing it everywhere and like <laughs> what is she going to do next <laughs> yeah so I like cleaned it up real I don't know I so we were even though they don't film it live it's I mean it's not shown live, but they still film it as if it's live. Yeah. So I thought there'd like be all this downtime, but no, in between segments, it was like, okay, then that person's out and you're in and you've like one minute to set oh up all goodness. your stuff. And so I was very nervous. Yeah. I haven't been back on TV since, yeah. but maybe someday. <laughs> you know, I'm perfectly fine behind this microphone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go be on TV. No, thank you. I'm good right here, right now. Like I said, it took me three times to get your introduction. 
right? So, <laughs> and that's never that's happened right. before. I think I was nervous too. So yeah. Well, that's all good. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Cannot wait to see what you're going to release for Black Friday because that's, you know, I used to get out and go, you know, in the crowds and do all that. Sometimes I still do, but there has to be something really good to drag me out that door at three o'clock in the morning because now you can sit home, you can go online and you can get everything yeah. that you need. I mean, I'm loving this. The internet is amazing. It yes. Is. And we'll go right through to Cyber Monday too. So Ooh, that's even we'll hit with small business Saturday. We'll hit them all. Stencil Sunday, you know, you know, I didn't even know. I mean, you have to know all this stuff, but I don't know it until you say it. When you say it, I'm like, Ooh, I can get stuff on Monday and Sunday and Tuesday. Oh and yeah. Thursday. Our laptops have like a, like a Black Friday clock countdown like you really know, going 16 it's like because right now it's like 15 days 12 hours you know whatever and it's like nerve-wracking to watch it yeah a guy <laughs> told me yesterday I ran to the store and he said oh there's only 48 days left till Christmas which of course you guys know that you know I record the podcast ahead of time so when he told me 48 days I about fell over in the floor I'm like really that's all we have so yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna enjoy you know Black Friday <laughs> So can I buy me some stencils and some color right. and I don't know, I'm going to find other stuff too. So, <laughs> well, right. Hillary, thank you so much for being here. Like I said, you're, thank you're you. such an inspiration to me and I love any time that I get to hang out with you and just talk cookies. Cause this is just this right here. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. This is great. I can't believe I get to listen to myself on a podcast. I, I like listening to podcasts and now I'm going to get to listen to myself. It's so Welcome weird. <laughs> to the world of podcasts. And I love your podcast. So <laughs> well, thank, thank you, you for doing that. Thank you. Because this is a great treat for, for all cookie makers Well, I'm... to hear you stories you know it's really inspiring to to me to hear everybody else's yeah, stories so thank you I'm loving it you know I'm absolutely loving it and so that you just opened the door for me to say hey guys if you want to be on a podcast I know that I it's you know the power of a cookie podcast and we're changing the world one cookie at a time well Hillary's the perfect example you can be on here and you can share your story of how you got started and you know we'll figure out where to put you like are you business like you know Hillary or are you just super inspirational like Marianne the cookie artisan she has inspired me from day one and I mean I just love it so you don't have to be one of those people that change the world and do all this stuff with cookies you can make cookies for friends and neighbors I mean if you want to be on the podcast email me I would love to have you so okay Hillary is there any last words that you want to say oh gosh um I don't know. Is there? Let me think. <laughs> yeah, there is something actually. Um, and going about your podcast. Oh, um, <laughs> now I'm nervous. <laughs> now you're on the spot. No, um, no, I was thinking about no, you know why? Because I listened to your podcast with Autumn last night and you asked her a question at the end if there's anything she wanted to share. Yes. And I was like, ooh, is she going to put me on the spot about of that? Of course. Um, and I'm saying, I'm going to be ready for her. Um, but you know what I did want to say, and I think you and I have talked about this before, and I, I think back to your first podcast um, with, I forget her name, so forgive Frances me. Frances Dutoy, um, the Banana Bakery. Frances, uh -huh. yes. Yeah, Frances, and how she talks so much about um, having to really find her way in cookie decorating because she was in another country and... Um, you know, she had to she had to learn so much on her own yes. because of her her physical situation, you know, where she was and her lack of I think maybe lack of Internet or um, yeah. or at the time, maybe it's just the timing. But um, but how she said how important it was for her growth that she really 
uh, had to learn a lot for herself. And, you know, back when I started and when you started making cookies, it was like such a discovery to even find other people that made them. But, um, you know, I think everybody had to experiment a lot more and kind of find your way through the art of making cookies. And, and now there's a lot of information out there and there's a lot of cookie groups and everybody, you know, it's great to be able to ask questions and to share experiences. But sometimes I wish that, um, people wouldn't be afraid to try and be afraid to fail and not feel like everything's got to be perfect on the first try. Or sometimes I feel like people get stuck in like, like a question, um, where they can't do anything until they ask, you know, a lot of questions about stuff. And there's a real value in experimenting and learning and not being able to not be afraid to not get it right on the first try because everybody's, everybody's different. You know, you're, in a totally different weather situation than me. Yeah. So our royal icing is never going to be the same. Exactly. Like, so there's so much you have to just learn for yourself. And um, I really enjoyed being reminded of that through that podcast with, with Francis. Yeah. Um, that, you know, you really, it's a, it's a, it's an exploration that, um, don't jip yourself on the exploring part of it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect <laughs> sense because I learn so much more through my failures than I do my successes. If I try something and get it right the first time, I'm like, oh, well, that worked. But if I try something and I get it wrong, I'm like, okay, now step back and look at it. Figure out what you need to do and try it again. And, you know, sometimes I get it the second time. Sometimes it's three or four, you know, tries later. But I learned so much through that. And that's what helps keep me going. So, yeah, I agree. I get a lot of questions on, you know, email or something, you know, where people just ask super simple things. And I don't care to help. I mean, I love helping. That's why I'm here. That's why I do the blog and the podcast. But some of it you think, okay, just go in your kitchen, grab a bowl, put some icing in it and see what you can do, you know, and because yeah. that's how it sticks with me. I don't know about everybody else, but when I do it and figure out a way to do it, then that's what that's how I learn. Oh, for sure. And I think with the social media, the way it is with Instagram and Facebook and, you know, it's like everything else. Like we always see all the perfect pictures and all the perfect cookies. And, you know, it's hard, I think, as be- sometimes beginners don't realize that, like, that person only posted like those five cookies because the rest weren't per- or what I don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like not everything has to be perfect, but everything we show people is perfect. So you kind of have this expectation that might be um, different. Yeah. I don't know that. Remember that everybody also like everybody gets air bubbles and um, but you just can't see them because once you pipe over them, the people get, you know, yeah. I, well, I can see the air bubbles. But once you pipe over it, nobody's going to notice the air bubbles, exactly. you know, and. You know, not to get caught up in like the little bean perfect kind of <laughs> cookies. Like cookies are going to be eaten, exactly. we hope, I, and and they're made with love and they look gorgeous no matter what. So, I, you know, don't get hung up on the small stuff like air bubbles and perfect edges and, you know, because that you don't want to take the joy from the, from the I cookie. I agree 100%. <laughs> I mean, that's really good advice. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And that's, that's how you learn. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. I'm still learning. We're all still learning. And and good, because it keeps our brains sharp. You know, apparently mine needs to be sharpened a little bit. today. (laughs) (laughs) It keeps us on our toes. So, well, again, thank you so much, Hillary, for being here. I love the cookie countess. I love your story. And thank you for inspiring me almost every single day. And look for my order because I'm going to order some purple here in just a minute. All right. (laughs) I'm ready for you. Hopefully we're not sold out. (laughs) Oh, no. All right. Thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome. Come back anytime. This is Lisa, the Barefoot Baker, and you're listening to the Power of a Cookie podcast. See you in two weeks. Thanks for listening to the Power of a Cookie podcast at thebarefootbaker.com.